Hi, I think this is Chris. Um, I'm I'm John. And you're probably listening to the Nerdy Dadcast. It's been a while, huh? Yeah, it has been. You know, I I, I had a nap. I just went and lay down on the couch for a nap, and I think this was like it was July, maybe. And then I, I woke up, and suddenly it's October. What what's happened in the last three months? A lot. Oh my goodness. I mean, you know, I'm thinking back to when we last chatted. I mean, I believe I had purchased the townhouse at that point. I still had hair at that point. I don't anymore. Yeah. Well. I, my, my daughter tells me that, uh, I never had hair. No, I actually showed her a picture of me from high school and she's like, who's that? It looks like daddy, but it can't be him. That wasn't fair. the young part that she was. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I get where she's coming from. Yeah. But, uh, now here we are. It's, it's like October, almost Halloween and. Yeah, it is. And here we are. And we thought we were never going to go away, but then things happened. And suddenly here we are three months later. And to our dedicated listeners, we, we apologize. We're, we're back. We're, we're back. I think we're back. I'd like to say, I don't apologize. Be thankful you're getting in a show, but yeah, but no, you're the, yeah, you're the bad cop of this combination. Yeah. Yeah. And it was this, this entire stoppage was, was pretty much on me. Like we, we had the summer and then I started getting ready to move. Uh, I have since moved. I'm, I'm recording from an entirely new space. I, instead of having like a yellow wall behind me, it's now a white wall blank with like paintings on the floor. Yeah. So I got to say on that note, I mean, I moved 700 kilometers away from where I previously lived and we didn't miss a beat. You live, you moved what? Like 20 kilometers. I mean, it's not that far and you suddenly were off by three months. What What's up I with know. that? Um, I'm, I'm just not the professional that you are. I mean, I guess I so. Yeah. Make no excuses, but, uh, no, I mean, a lot's happened. I mean, I technically currently own two homes. I mean, I have two mortgages. I was doing the math and it's like, I don't understand why the bank thinks I can afford this. <laughs> <laughs> so do they call you money or do they call you golden? I'm not really sure. You know, it's, uh, well, you know, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they looked at my last name and are like, Oh man. He's got money. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know how many times I'll go and, you know, I'll buy something or I'll order something and I give them my last name and the person comments. Oh, like (laughs) as if it's the first time I have ever heard this before. Right. Like, I mean, I, I, I I understand there it's small talk or what have you, but those puns uh, get old really quick. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Every time it's like, Oh, does that mean you're rich? Yeah, I am. My wife has yet to tell me where she's hiding the cash or some like stupid comment, which then like makes it so awkward that they're like, <laughs> uh, 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 okay, Mr. Bay. I'm going to go behind the counter again now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fall. The leaves are falling. My daughter's picking up every single one of them, which is awesome because just out the back here are trees. Really? You have trees too? Not as many that you have. You have like trees no, and like a lake. That, are you still doing your daily dip? I'm doing monthly dip right now. So, oh, uh, monthly, okay. I thought it was, was it monthly? I, I remember seeing it and I'm like, oh man, it's going to be fun. No, I switched. It was, yeah, no, for the fall season, my wife dared me to do a monthly dip in Kootenai Lake, which I'll tell you, Kootenai Lake is a fairly cold lake. It's a nice lake, beautiful lake. One of the biggest 
freshwater lakes in BC and Canada. I don't even know. But anyways, yeah. So right now I'm doing a monthly dip in the lake. Um, I start, I have about another week now because we're hitting November pretty soon. So I've mm. been trying to do it very early in the month because who knows? October 1st, it was still kind of warm here. And now, I mean, I think we're having a windstorm just like everyone else tonight. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens next week. And I'll go in for the November one. And once you're in for the November, I mean, you really got to go all the way through. Somebody said, you know, give it up in February. But I was like, no, after I've done October, November, December, and January, I'm not going to give it up in February. What's up with that? So, Does the lake freeze over? No, it doesn't because it's uh, it's dammed. There's a bunch of dams down at one end. And so the lake is constantly moving, so it doesn't actually freeze over. There's sort of there's little lakes on the sides of the lake that freeze over, but uh, not the lake itself. So yeah, but we yeah we it comes to it's a really weird time when you're like you get to that point in life and you're like I own a tree, I own several trees. Those are my trees. I saw a picture where you have a stump too. Yeah, I have I have had several stumps, and yeah, lots of stumps. And big pickup uh, trucks pulling out stumps. You know, yeah, it's it's the life. It's what you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I one of the things I really enjoy is every so often I'll see some of your your bike trips where it shows me like the loop that you've gone around, and eventually, you know, fast forwards to there's you with like you know a dazed look on your face and a picture. Or, <laughs> something like that but uh yeah it depends on the wind and the rain and how long i've gone but the day's look is pretty much constant so yeah i get that and then uh i think was it recently i mean i say recently it could have been the last three months you went and hit the ferry and got to travel into time or something like that yeah there's there's time zones here too and i don't really know how they work so uh that's something i have to find out apparently on the other side of the lake it's a different time zone but uh but yeah, we, we did we did that today, actually. We went out on the big trip around, and uh, we had, this was like, we hadn't charged our EV properly. We, oh. we, we charged it, but we had, we, and we had enough mileage, we had enough to get where we needed to go and back, but we sort of uh, changed our plan midway, because there's a ferry, we have to take a ferry, it's the longest free ferry in the world, just to, you know, further, further do the whole revving up the Kootenai Lake area, but um but yeah, it's in the winter hours. So it only goes every hour and a half. So we thought we might miss it. And if we missed it, it would take a while to get here. So we decided to go the land route instead. And the land route's through mountains. And our EV does not like mountains. So uh, so we got off the top of the mountains. And by the time we got there, we, we were down to like 7% battery. I was just sort of watching the EV and watching the range on it. And we had to get like 45 kilometers. And originally we had 65 kilometers range. And then... Uh, it suddenly started changing and switching and switching. And by 35, we were much closer. And by 25, we only had like 20 kilometers range. And then we got down to where we only had like eight kilometers left. And then we were just going to be in the middle of the mountains in the Kootenai somewhere. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we got to the top of the pa- pass and we were able to go downhill from that point. And our car has regenerative braking, so it charges itself. So we made it no uh, okay. problem in the end. But it was a very stressful afternoon. And we, we actually panicked a little bit, which we hadn't done yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know enough about, you know, EVs and all, but like if I, my car runs out of gas, I get the little, you know, portable gas container in there. And, like and you walk 30 kilometers to the next liter. town and you, you get gas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then I, you know, walk back and, and put it in. Like, how does that work with the EV? Like, so yeah, I mentioned there's lots of hydro dams in the area. So I just got a really long extension cord and I just plug it into the local hydro dam and then that's all okay. I need to do and everything's fine. Yeah. Or it's a tow truck. And I mean, yeah, there's batteries. You can bring a battery. We and yeah, you but you're really you're just kind of hooped. I think if you run yeah. out. Yeah. 
Well, I was going to ask, like, could you like have a bike set up where you can like, you know, use your caloric There's <laughs> power no, to recharge your vehicle? It's a modern car, so it doesn't have like Flintstone footholds where you can just run underneath. No, no, that, no. I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting like, you know, like pelotoning it at the side of the road. That'd be pretty sweet. To, yeah. Trying to, you know, give that, give the car just a little bit of juice to get her. You like going again? Pull right? out your little, uh, you know, little solar panel that that'll feed your iPhone or something, and you plug it into the car, and that's. I have I'm one of those sure from Kickstarter. I'm sure there's things like that. I, I we don't have one. We've never had to worry about it until today, and we won't actually because we won't end up doing that again. We'll charge before we go on this trip, or we'll make smarter decisions. But it wasn't. Right. It was actually just our silliness. Yeah. Yeah, I you know I've never really considered that. Um, until now, when you were talking about, yeah, we were cutting it real close because what else? What are you gonna do? I mean, I, I guess you could tell your kids to push. I mean, they're young. It's true, right? Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Baby Force would tell me to push. Mama will drive. She's a she's a, she's going to be a leader, I think. She's what four and a half right now, but she's very much management material. Uh huh. Based on some of the relationship. That's good. Conversation. Oh, anywho, she's loving the move. She's got her own room now. Nice. And, uh, it's interesting. Like her, in our old place, her bed was in our master bedroom. So we actually had like a toddler size bed, our king size bed. Like, I don't know. Seeing the room empty. It's massive. This master bedroom we had had. Um, but the thing about it is that that toddler bed, was primarily for show. I right. couldn't break it down because she needed a bed. She never slept in it. She was always sort of between my wife and I. And, and I mean, that was just the way things were. And so when we came here, we had said, Hey, you know, if you want to sleep in our, our room with us, that's fine. But you have your own room now. And um, we got her like a newer bed. Um, the one previously was like a crib converted to toddler bed. Now we actually have a, <clears throat> I think it's like a single twin size toddler but anyhow nope i want to be in my own room i want to be in my own bed she's been there every single night once she woke up wee hours of the morning wandered into the bedroom and climbed into bed with us um, i suspect there probably was some unfamiliar noises or something right um but it's been great i actually have space in the bed again which is nice Do you miss, I mean, it's nice for sure. And I, I personally, you know, I, we went through that age and we were talking about it earlier today where my, my daughter, she would like come into the bed and she would spread and spread herself across the bed. And she would always drink sleep like lengthwise across. And then yeah, that's what baby force does. Yeah. So, you, so you'd wake up and I'd end up sleeping on the couch or something because my daughter would be there and she, and she was little and tiny, but she would take up so much space. So yeah, there's a part of me that's kind of misses that. And part of me that's like, no, I, I don't really miss that. So it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, so I would be lying if I were to suggest I don't miss it. I do a bit, but, um, baby forest was a flopper. Okay. And so she would, she would sort of get into bed, sort of horizontal and then she were parallel to us. And then she would go perpendicular. Um, and at that point in time, she's now laying sort of across my wife and I, or, you know, there's not as much space between the two of us. And so she would sort of flop, like she would lift her head up and then it would be like an anchor just dropping. And like, 
if you were on the receiving end of that head, she got a tough little, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Skull, so. <laughs> That's also the thing though. Right. I mean, you just, I remember like taking a, a foot to the face in the middle of the night and like getting suddenly my daughter's cute little heel would like smack into my eye. And, uh, it's not, it's not a very good way to wake up. And no, so yeah, I guess I, maybe I don't miss that as much as I do. It's a, it's sort of, it's one of those golden memory things where it's like, you know, it, that was a nice time. It wasn't, no, it's good that she has her yeah. own bed now. I like that. But, uh, it's, it's definitely been a, a, a night. I'm going to say a nice development. Plus I like the fact that she, she takes pride in her room and Absolutely. She, she wanted to set it all up and have everything where it needs to be. And, um, we ended up getting, uh, so we had this like hotel style table in our, in our den, in our old place because of how everything was wired. We needed to like set like the router and whatnot on it. Otherwise it was on the carpet or on the floor and we didn't obviously really want that. Yeah. And so we bought this table at like winners. It was 75 bucks, but part of the problem is we had this tiny little space that we needed to fill like we couldn't just buy just an ikea style you know table or something like that because the murphy bed was physically attached to the wall and when we were sort of getting ready to move we we're like oh we don't we don't have any use for this like it's a shame it's a good shape i mean we paid 75 dollars for this so we thought we would you know take it to a thrift store or something and my wife had this idea like oh well, why don't we why don't we give you know our daughter a, a sort of like a bedside table and it's kind of cool. It's got like a cord so you can plug it in and it's got, you know, like in hotel style, it's got the jacks. Nice. My daughter thinks it's the greatest thing ever. She can plug in her little touch lamp on it. She's got like her, some of her toys just sitting there occupying the space. Cause you know, it's the greatest thing ever. It's the, probably the best $75 we've ever spent. There you go. Now you don't need to get her Christmas presents. Cause you, you set, you set up already. Well, see, one of the things that we seem to get a lot of here are catalogs. Oh. And um, Baby Force really likes looking through the catalogs. It's like, we never got these at the old place. I don't know if it's like maybe the market or what have you, but they, they'll show up and she'll be flipping through, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And so um, there was an item actually um, that she had pointed out to that uh my wife and i had chatted about to, that we'd get her essentially it's like a a game controller um with a series of games and when we talked about this a few episodes ago how i had sort of set her up on the switch playing like excite bike yes because right. of the simplicity of it right yeah so the thought was is that we'll use this to sort because we can plug it into the tv it comes with a little hdmi adapter or whatever and there she can play video games which is what she's really showing an interest in. And then the other thing that I actually was that she pointed out, and I don't think she pointed at understand what she was pointing at. Um, but I think it was called like an Osmo or something. Essentially it's a, it's a STEM um, application sort of tool set or whatever you, but it uses um, essentially an iPad. You put like a mirror over top of the camera and then you have, it essentially reflects what's in front of it. And essentially it's like a game and you use different puzzle. You solve the puzzles but really what you're doing is you're coding. Right. And I really want her to at least be um, introduced to, to STEM. Um, I'm a firm believer in it being, you know, a very powerful subject to, to get involved in, um, especially in the near future. I mean, technology, 
um, sciences. I mean, that's an area that I feel there's a lot of going to be a lot of opportunity for. I shouldn't like it. I'm not going to force the issue. Sure. But I, you know, she has shown an aptitude to games. Like I'll be playing a game here on my computer and she's down here telling me what to do. And I feel bad. I got to, you know, have to admit some of the titles I play aren't necessarily for young eyes. And so I try to adapt to my gameplay. And, uh, you know, this one game I've been playing, um, there's wolves. And she equates the wolves to not being very nice. And okay. so, she's, so she's like, oh, you got to keep the wolves from getting the turkey. Oh, okay. I'll protect the turkey. So we, I, I, I slap the wolf a few times and it sleeps. See, I've been doing like, I've been sort of doing the opposite where I, I just cut them off. Like my son loves watching me play or he loves playing. I mean, that's sort of the thing. And uh, so we usually play, we, we play quite often, but every now and then I get to a game where I just can't, can't let him watch. And so it, it's not even it's some of them, like something like the last of us part two, where you just know that's freaks me out oh. when I'm playing it. I'm not going to let him watch that. But yeah, yeah. even like I've, it's, I've kind of been playing God of War lately and it's not, you know, it's all right. It's not, it's not uh, that huge violence and it's not against anything realistic, but even that I'm like, no, that's, that's sort of my game. So we ended up playing a lot of Lego games together rather than, cause I wouldn't like if, a, if an R rated movie was on, I wouldn't let him sit there and watch it and just go, Oh yeah. You know, that killer over there, you just got to think that he's, uh, he's, he's, he's giving people cake. That's all it is. So yeah. it's, yeah, I don't know. See that guy, his name's Jason. He currently is at the top of the leaderboard. Um, he has, yeah, his mommy wasn't very nice to him. And that's what happens when your mommy isn't very, oh no, that's a bad lesson too. Yeah, no, no, that's a, never mind. No, and that's like, I, this is a more recent sort of like with me playing new world and the concept that I've, I've tried to avoid her seeing things, but I will like adapt. But I mean, the, where I was going is she, she really does want to like, oh, can I help? Can I click the mouse? Can I push this button or whatever? And she's showing an interest in wanting to use sort of like the mouse and the keyboard. I'm she's not quite there where she can sort of link the two. Oh yeah. There's all sorts of great games you can play. I mean, it's, we started with one called robotic turtles, which was a, a board game and it was about, it's just about processes really. And so it teaches very, very early programming through board games and just sort of gets the concepts there. And then we had something after that. Um, we've had a couple of other things and and it got the process into both of our kids. My son, I mean, he's into he's into creating them now. So he's like making platformers on all these different pro- projects, and he's getting he's gotten really into Minecraft too lately. So the things he can pull up in Minecraft are just amazing. So it's like, so yeah, it's it's interesting because we have had Minecraft on various systems for a dozen for as long as it's been Minecraft, and I had never had any real interest in it. And we picked it up with him at one point, and. He didn't really have any interest in it either. And then just suddenly in the last like six months, he's just like, boom, it's Minecraft. And he can do everything on Minecraft. So it's it's amazing to see the creativity that can come up with it. And so, I mean, to promote that whole idea of, yeah, get into technology, get into how these things work. And so he's been doing several different coding languages and figuring out how to program and make platformers. And he, he comes out really... It's really great because it's he comes out really proud of himself when he makes when he gets through a problem that he didn't think he could get through. If he can make a character move from one screen to the other, like original Legend of Zelda or something, then he's like, "Yeah, I did that." And so that whole thing is really great. And so yeah, we try to we try to encourage it. However he however he does it, and my daughter as well. I mean, talking about equal rights and all these things, she, we 
my wife came back with a video game uh, sweatshirt for my son last week. My daughter was just pissed because she wanted a video game sweatshirt too. And why can't girls have video game sweatshirts? So we had to go out and get her the same video game sweatshirt because we were we were off on that one. So yeah. What, what video game sweatshirt was it? It was like a classic one. It had like Space Invaders on the front and it's okay. in like, you know, blue metallic print and this sort of thing. So yeah, it was just classic. What the kids these days call retro. Exactly. It's super retro. It's like almost Stone Age. Yeah. Let's not even get into that because yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Minecraft topic. I have no idea where Baby Four has heard of Minecraft, but she's asked, she's like, oh, can we play this? And I'm all for the, like, the creativity side. I just don't know enough about the game if it's something, like, I've played it, and there are parts of it that I don't think are, would be, I mean, I think she would, inter- outside of being scared, um, she would encounter some frustration that, probably wouldn't be healthy. Um, but like if it was a matter of like, I want to build this or I want to do that, or I want to raise a chicken farm. Give her two weeks. She'll be way better than you are. Oh, I'm sure she, she probably already is and hasn't even played it yet. But, um, I know like, a, like Minecraft has been used from, for educational purposes, like, um, uh, different scenarios, but also to, to sort of build that, you know, um, process and complex sort of operation skill set, And I'm, I'm all for it. Like I want, I, I want her to, you know, almost to have that a strong foundation to whichever she wants to sort of springboard in. And I'm trying to introduce different things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my wife and I are doing like, you know, uh, she actually went to a dance class last week. Finally. I mean, we actually had her enrolled in one, uh, in the, you know, Pre times. Yeah. Before times. Yeah. And, uh, and so a friend of hers, um, had a, is in a program and it's like, Oh, bring your friend with you day. And so baby force went to this dance class and she, she really enjoyed it. And so it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's, let's try to find a, a dance class. Um, little did we know that apparently many of these classes are like sign up in September, go for the full school year. Well, that's cool. Maybe you should have the invite your friend in August, not in October. Right. <laughs> so that, that created a little um, impediment. And then like the, the city service ones where we are now, they don't, they have not spun up a lot of those um, activities. Yeah. Um, and I understand why, but okay. So that's going to be an interesting experience. I actually tried pulling up, um, some videos off of YouTube where she and I could dance together, but I don't do it right. Yeah. I mean, that's when you just bring out the dance dance revolution or any of these things. I mean, I, I've got to figure she's kind of in the perfect age for that now. And just maybe if not, if not dance dance, but like just dance, I've never done that one, but I can totally see, you know, she's what four now. Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah. So before that's perfect Four you'll grooving to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I, Again, I tried to do it with her and I just don't do it right. But I mean, we also like, we'll throw in some music and she'll just start. But that's when you let her teach you. Then she feels important and she teaches you how to do things. And even if you don't do them right, then. I have, I've actually said, can you show daddy? No. Oh. So she still believes that you're the all knowing daddy. And that's even if you do it wrong, you still know how to do it. So she shouldn't tell you. 
That's right. Okay. Well, that's good. That's going to wear off pretty quick. So enjoy it while you can for sure. I know it's this weird phase where like, can, can you tell me how to do it correctly? No, you know how stop being silly. <laughs> Little do you know, I'm not being silly. You want to see silly? Let me show you how to do it. The problem is you're smart enough to know that wasn't right. So I'm sketch 20. Yeah. Can't do it right. Can't do it wrong. That's where the aura starts to fade off. And yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's, we're, we're taking this opportunity where we've moved and we're just doing different things and we have space now. I think that's the thing that was missing in our old places. We didn't really have the space that we could allow for her to dance. Yeah. Like if, if she, if she was jumping up and down in the condo guaranteed, we would have been told that that was an issue. Yeah. It's an incredible thing. It's an incredible change. I mean, we obviously have space now too, and just be able to tell the kids, Hey, go outside when they yeah. go, go run in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we keep them in the, you could say go play in traffic, but I don't know. There is. There's a lot yeah. Of there. Sometimes we'll see, but nothing like, yeah. no, nothing like the city, but uh, yeah. So we can send them outside we, and we have space. We can send them downstairs, downstairs. That's a thing. And we didn't, yeah, we've never had space before living downtown Vancouver. So, so yeah, that's a big change and it's a good, it's a good thing. I, I have to, I like it. Yeah. And I understand you know, I mean, from a situational perspective, not everyone has the ability to have the space. No, like, not at all. It's, it's something that when we, I mean, for both of us, I think we wanted to have more space. Our situations just varied to the extent that you were able to go and embrace the space. Yes. <laughs> uh, whereas we had to sort of stay closer to the small space and in, in, in the same context, but you know, having this, yard where like my daughter and the cat will go and paste their face to the sliding door because there's a little bunny coming out of the bush or there's a stellar J or, um, there's actually a tabby around here. Uh, baby force called it a cougar, but <laughs> it was a big tabby. Yeah. Um, side note, apparently there've been bobcat sightings out here. So they have been big cats. Wow. Like it, there's a, okay off the rails. We have this path. It's like a city path behind us. It's essentially forested. There's a Creek and there's a path up on the top of it. And there's fences out of our complex that sort of have a gate and you can go directly to the path on each one of them. There is a, a sign that the, the strata has put up the advisory of you're leaving the property. Here are some things you should watch out about. Essentially the whole you're leaving this. Don't we're not liable for the mistakes that you're going to make when you through this gate type thing. Right. right. And it talks about how there are wild animals and lists some of the animals that have been sighted here in the past few years. Okay. That's what it says. Yeah. So coyotes, which if you live in Metro Vancouver, pretty much everyone's got one. Mm-hmm. There's raccoons again, live in Metro Vancouver. Everyone's got one. I mean, I say got, I mean, they're everywhere. Um, it talks about bears, which blew my mind. So I Googled it and there have been like, not where we are, but like not that far away. Yep. Um, bears, um, bog cats search that. And just like three years ago, just down the street from where we are, there were, there were some bobcat sightings. Um, cougar can't, I, Google did not give me any, 
um, cougar sightings. But I mean, the fact that bear and bobcat could be it, but there was one more. Oh, deer, which I don't know so much about the deer if you need to worry about them. But no. They'll eat your they'll eat your gardens, they'll eat your trees, but you don't have to worry about them. I mean, we we had five of them come through our property one night and it's just it's amazing just watching sitting there watching the deer pass by and yeah, it's it's pretty great. And they also they come up on our cameras too, and suddenly we have deer on camera sneaking across the yard late at night and yeah, it's it's sort of part of the normal life. Plus we yeah. we get like we saw a bear yesterday. We were just driving down the road and there was a bear. And we've actually, we ran into them one day early on in our thing. It was just the beginning of spawning season and a mother and some of our cubs were down at the river. And so we, we happened to wander down the river, just checking out the spawning. And of course, so were the bears. So uh, we, yeah, why not? We wandered quite quickly away from that too. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really amazing having nature all around you like that. And yeah, well, it, it it's something that I, okay. I mean, the spawning part, actually some a story here, I went to. We went to Edmonton one year when I was a kid. We stopped in Valmont, halfway sort of, and uh, it was spawning season. We and so there's a bridge. I can't I don't know what, if it's Valmont River. I don't know what river it is, but it goes it cut through Valmont. It was next to the hotel, and so there's all these people like standing at the the bridge, and it's like, yeah, the fish are jumping. Like, oh, okay, we go there. We're standing there watching the fish jumping. No one noticed the bears that are just like on the other side of the bridge. Because what are they doing? It's they're watching the fish too. Buffet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, dinner is going by, and uh, we're maybe twenty five feet. Granted, the bridge is there's you know river below us, but it's, I'm a city guy. I've never been this close to a bear, even when they had them at the Stanley Park Zoo. Oh, yeah. The Stanley Park Zoo is a thing. Like I was blown away, um, and it wasn't until this trip we went on this summer where I went to visit some family in Alberta, we stopped in Revelstoke, sort of a halfway point. And as we're going to the hotel, a little bear ran in front of our, our car. That's, that's essentially, I have not seen a bear since that trip to Valmont. We saw one in, uh, in Revelstoke. Anyhow. Yeah. Side notes, but we weren't ever really on the rails tonight to begin with. So if we're off the rails, it's, it's yeah. a short trip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we've had we have lots of them. We've seen, we've seen many many bears now, and it's it's just this part of you know it's just part of existence. It's part of where we are, and so we yeah, share I, a space with bears. I don't know how I would. I'm again a city guy, so I don't know how I'd handle bear. So the trick is, it's only really grizzly bears you have to worry about. Like black bears don't fight people. Black bears really just want to stay away from you. Grizzly bears, though, they're jerks, so you don't want to go anywhere near a grizzly bear. But uh, see, we're learning. I can already say this stuff, and I this is stuff I didn't know four months ago. So yeah, the city guy is is getting farther and farther behind. Brings up thought, some thought to that uh, statistic that every so often gets uh, shared, where people are asked, "Do you think you could win a fight with a bear?" And there are always people that seem to think, "Oh yeah, yeah, I, I think I could." <laughs> Yeah, you know, I wouldn't fight, like, you mentioned a raccoon. Raccoons are much smaller than a bear. Oh, I wouldn't fight yeah. a raccoon, though. And, you know, there's very few, wild, like, I remember this was a very, like, integral lesson to me. And we, you mentioned Stanley Park earlier. So I remember being, like, you know, 10 or 12 or something. And at Stanley Park. And I was there by myself with, my with like, friends. 
no adults around is the point. And I remember sitting on a bench and this little squirrel walked up to me. And so 12 year old me thought it was a good idea to try to pick up the squirrel. So I reached down and I, I grabbed onto the back of the squirrel and you don't do that. Cause luckily I had fast reflexes then and I, the squirrel did not like being touched. So I pulled my head off as fast as possible. Cause I knew, and it didn't get me, but I learned at a young age, you don't any wild animal, you don't want to touch them or fight them. I mean, come on, leave them alone. Just let them do their thing and stay the hell away from them. And that's sort of what you want to do. Yeah. And next time I see one of those, was it Strava or whatever the program is, the, the app you use, about the bike ride, there'll be a picture of you fighting a bear, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm not fighting a squirrel, though, because, no, that squirrel's going <laughs> to kick my butt. I'm not, I'll no, leave it a little bear. You could, you could probably take a bear. Oh, so man. on the whole subject of animals, I mean, how is baby force with animals? Does she, like, my daughter has very much turned into the savior of animals. She, mm. everything from spiders to anything that's in our house, she wants you to put it in a cup and let it outside. So we had our first mouse in the house because one of the doors was had a had a an opening on it, anyways. And so we got we found a mouse inside. And so originally we were going to put up mouse traps that would just smack and kill the mouse, but mm-hmm. that didn't seem. My daughter wasn't going to like that, so we actually ordered a non-lethal mouse trap on Amazon. And just you know, it's this little tube, and you put nuts in it at the end of it, and then the mouse comes in and it steps on a platform and it. Traps up, and so yeah, it suddenly traps up. Yeah. So yeah, so one morning we came out, and sure enough, there was the mouse in this little trap, and it worked really well. I mean, we don't have any sponsors here in the Nerdy Dadcast, but if we did, those mouse traps would be a great sponsor. I tell you, because I'll tell you, those things are awesome. <laughs> but anyways, we then took out the mouse, and you know, I, I from what I understand, mice are pretty smart. So if you uh, if you, you can see where it's going, then it can find its way back to your house. That's we've we've heard this. I'm not sure if it's true. But uh, so we put it in a box inside the trap and then brought it up to the corner of the yard and my daughter and I let it go in the corner of the yard and it ran away with a little mouse. And so, I mean, I've, I've never been one that much cares for mice or any of these, but it was, it was a cute little guy and we let it go and it lived this merry little life. And this is entirely because my daughter just is totally about animals now and she, we cannot hurt them. So I have changed. Yeah. Baby forest is probably more like your daughter. Um, I don't know to what extent, but spiders are maybe an area where she's not too partial. Um, I, I, I'll admit it. Spiders and me, snakes and spiders. They're just, they, I, I can't. It's a phobia. Um, baby force is a little bit braver when it comes to spiders. I don't know. If she's seen a snake in the wild yet. Um, thankfully my wife doesn't have such a phobia because she grew up in an, a home where, Spiders were everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, like I think just sort of from some of the conversations that we've had, I think she would be more like your daughter. If we had like a mouse in here, I don't think we could, we could trap it in a manner that to reduce the mouse population by one. But you have cats though, right? So that wouldn't matter anyways. Well, I don't know if our cat, like our cat, she goes after bugs and she seems to be a catch and release cat. The problem is like some, like she'll, we had black flies over the course of the summer in our old place. I don't know. Like suddenly black flies just like showed up like everywhere. And, uh, the cat would catch them like whack them. And then you'd see them suffering and she just let them suffer. And like, why, why no fly? Well, you know, fly, I no interest off. She goes to the ones that are flying around so she can do pirouettes jumping in the air and all that. 
Um, so if let's say there was a mouse, I kind of wonder if it would be catch and release. <laughs> and then what the last thing we need is, you know, a mouse finding somewhere that we don't know yeah. to go on to the afterlife. <laughs> so yeah, it'll again knock on wood, maybe <laughs> something we don't have to worry about in the near future. But it is, I mean, it's a possibility where you know, in our old place, there was considerable challenges uh, for a mouse to sort of get into where it was. Now it's like we're there's a door here that gets you outside. There's a door here that gets you outside. Fair game. Um, and we get little we get little bugs in here. There's beetles. These beetles we've never seen. They must be Surrey beetles. <laughs> like they're no. I'm sure they're everywhere. But yeah, I grew up in Surrey. I don't remember a specific Surrey beetle. So yeah, I'm not going to take credit. I don't. I don't. Re- the thing is, we don't recall ever seeing these beetles in Richmond. Mm. Um, but uh, we see them here, and then you know, like the little wood bugs or pill bugs, or I don't know what exactly they're called, but those little armored. The kids call them roly polies. Yeah, yeah, we've seen those in here too, but just new stuff. Animals, bugs, critters. There you go. The whole shebang. So what have you been playing lately? <sighs> New World, um, when it worked. Uh, I've been dealing with some technical issues for those that don't know. Um, I, I I like the MMO sort of style of game. Um, the thing about New World that I think sort of fascinates me the most, it's sort of the... Like I've always had a partiality to sort of the pirate games. Mm. Like um, I'm trying to think of actually might've been like um, Sid Meier's pirates. I think is was, was one that really, I really enjoyed. And um, it's got some elements to that sort of era uh, to this game, but I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, It helps that my brother's been playing it. So I, I enjoy it logging on and my brother and I just sort of shooting the proverbial and, and that. Um, and then I found my way back into hearthstone Okay, as of late where I have been playing their, their sort of two newer modes battlegrounds. It's been out for a while. And then, uh, and then mercenaries, which they just uh, released. Um, but generally when I'm playing hearthstone, it's more of a, I need something quick and I have it on my iPad upstairs or something. Still haven't set up the PlayStation five. I mean, let's be honest. I hadn't really set it up at the old place, wow. but at least here, my excuse is that, um, I don't really have anywhere to connect it to here in my space. Here. Okay. Um, but the plan is now that we're finally out of our old place and potentially it's knock on wood going to sell, yeah. uh, we can focus on getting set up here. Sure. Cause like that, since we moved a month ago, Every available moment we had was trying to get the old place right, yeah. cleaned, fixed up, what have you, and, and that. So it's taken away from our ability here to get going. Um, and then sort of, I mean, tying into all that, there's sort of some some issues on the home front that needed to be sorted out and, and what have you. So. Yeah. But how about you? What you what you been up to? Uh, we've been doing a lot of the the home, all those things you're talking about, the home repairs, the home, all the things that you want to do. We've been doing those things, so I haven't had a whole lot of time for gaming because I've been so busy with that. And when I do, well, you had uh, like the the in laws had visited. Yes, our in laws came across came for the first visit. So we had our first visit since pre COVID times, which was really 
really fantastic. I mean, it's hard to uh, it's hard to imagine. It's been so long, and um, mm-hmm. and yeah, our worlds have changed so much. But yeah, it was pretty great. And so, yeah, game wise, I mean, the the recent there was a recent Sony showcase where it was like it's showing they showed the new God of War, and I've never actually played God of War or really paid any attention to God of War. But then I heard, you know, and in line with our with our podcast, it's a father son story at this point. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, it's father son, and it's got Vikings, and those are things that you know I do all those things. So I'm going to play that. <laughs> so I've started playing God of War. That's when my my relative pick up right now because i've been kind of beyond games and of course my we play a lot of lego games and that's sort of been the other thing but yeah for the most part i've been kind of low on uh, video game time lately of my of my own time so yeah yeah i you know something about the whole parenting thing i found my video game time has shrunk it could also be the i don't have as much free time on my hands anymore because there's work and there's always something obviously you know, baby force time, getting her out to and about and doing things and playing and entertaining, which I am not going to trade. Yeah, that's the important stuff. But uh, it's just I, you know, what did I sacrifice? Nothing. I mean, yeah, but you 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 got rewards. I mean, the, the whole yeah. scales of it. You know, you you got a lot more than you lost. So yeah, yeah. And besides, you can just give somebody your PS5 at this point. You know, I hear people still want them right now. So, yeah, you know. You... I, w- I wonder. I wonder if I could sell a used PS5 and and cash in. I, someone I was chatting to um, in one of my sort of community servers I run, I had mentioned how at one point I had two PlayStation 5s. Like, again, I had sort of pre-ordered and had successfully pre-ordered two. Yep. And when they heard that, they're like, well, what did you do with the second one? I'm like, well, I just canceled the pre-order. Why would you do that? I'm like, well, I don't use the first one. Why do I need a second? Like, I'm thinking, like, logically. Well, the here. first one's lonely. They're, they're short circuit. So, yeah, the first one's lonely. It needs a second one to talk to. And then, you know, yeah, if you're not going to use it, at least get well, another one for it to have some companionship. Yeah, their their point was, why didn't I, you know, buy it and then resell it and pay off both with the resell? And, it's just never been me. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's why I'm not, you know, stupid rich and, you know, have people doing parody songs of me and, <laughs> and flying myself into space and all that jazz because I have, you know, a soul or something. You still do. Yeah. yeah. For now. Oh, man. And on that note. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we have some. Oh, uh, one other thing that has happened um, since, uh, our last show, our website broke. Oh, it did. Yeah. If you go to nerdydadcast.com, it'll tell you the cake is a lie. Okay. So, don't, which is true. Yeah. Don't go there right now unless you want your expectations shattered and the truth told to you. So, um, that was my fault too. But the long and short of it, I should not be allowed to manage websites. That's fair. Because I may not back things up when I make catastrophic changes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was just, it was like, yeah, ultimately I did a dumb, dumb. And because I wasn't able to go and undo it, like I knew I had, I had done it. It was like, okay, well, do I have the time to go in and fix it? And, like start over? Not really, not yet, but I'll eventually get to it. 
Um, maybe I'll throw up a static site or something like that in the interim. All right. And make sure you teach baby force to always back her shit up. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I am now can like, I've been looking at like cloud solutions to back up my computer and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like backups. I mean, I learn lessons sometimes <laughs> through the experiential process. Yeah, of, I've been there too. We all have, it's all good. Oh yeah. I don't, I, the, you know, and the stupid thing about this, it was like the moment I essentially clicked the button and it was more complex than that. But like, you know, that, that you press the red button and you know, when you, you take your finger off of it, that I done bad. I know exactly <laughs> what's going to happen here. Like, why did I push this? Like I now know the flashing red you button. Know, you don't push that one. When it says do not yeah. press. I'm like, Oh, oh, oh. You dare consider me. yourself pressed. So, so yeah, I mean, you can find our show still. It's just, it's not on a website you have to actually go to a podcast application. Um, but yeah. So yeah, in, in the I past, we've told you to avoid Facebook. Don't go to our Facebook because we don't really use it. I mean, if people wanted to go there and talk to us, we would start talking to them, but, but don't now also do not go to our website because we don't have one. It's so Yeah. So really, if you want to talk to us, we're still nerdy dadcast at, at Twitter and nerdy. that's yeah. pretty much where you got to go. And and yeah, I think we'll probably maybe I'll try to wake up there too because it's been a long sleep. It's been yeah, yeah. Um, don't send an email to feedback at nerdydadcast.com. It'll bounce back to you. It's not yeah, yeah. That again, it was essentially anything nerdydadcast.com. Chris Dunn screwed it up. All right, so we'll get that back on track before the Nerdy Granddad cast, and uh, and yeah, you'll be able to talk to us then. But uh, we are back. We won't be gone for, you know, we'll see in 2022. Yeah. We'll be back, we'll be back in November. That's right. Um, but any final words of wisdom to share with everyone there, John? Uh, don't push the red flashing button. Whatever you do. Sage advice. Yeah, Sage advice. Um, <clears throat> why did the, uh, the miner go home? I don't know why. It's cold. <laughs> and this has been john and this is yeah chris and you've been listening to the nerdy dad cast stay nerdy my friends (laughs) 